crypto, Bitcoin, all the Web3 stuff. There's no going back now. It's starting. We are gearing up for a crazy time in the markets. I want to discuss that with you, looking at some charts, looking at some of the key news that is going on right now that makes me think, yeah, the coming 18 to 24 months are going to be crazy. Absolutely crazy, man. I'm here for it. I hope you're here for it too. Welcome, of course, to today's conversation. Shout out to everybody joining today in the live chat. I see you guys there. Hold those burning questions till the second half, and we'll be diving into your questions after we get through the news bits. Also, shout out to Coin Ledger for sponsoring today's stream. So, so let's have a look here at the charts. I think to get started off with very interesting place, weekly charts here for Bitcoin. Pretty interesting to see how the price has been reacting ever since, of course, the Bitcoin ETF here. First week of June, nasty, nasty candle ending the run up. That kind of wick is definitely a like, whoa, chill out Bitcoin kind of signal going from 49 down to 44K to end the week. Okay. What's interesting, though, is that two weeks later, we had a very nice potential reversal candle where the price came down to 38k finished the week up around 41k those similar kind of candles have over the past few months indicated reversals coming in so if we look back to march 23 we saw a similar kind of candle looking there that bullish reversal hammer so big fat long wick down little hammer up at the top followed by a market rally Similarly, in June, and perhaps similarly, we could also argue in middle September. Is that the case right now? Looks like it currently. Now, that doesn't mean that you're instantly going to get a mega super crazy candle blasting up 10K or something like that. We could get a grind higher like we had in September, for example. Still, though, lots of lots of uncertainty in the markets, lots of uncertainty about how things are going to play out with the macro markets and all the rest of it, people are still worried about what's Jerome Powell going to do? What's the Fed going to do? Is there going to be a war in Iran and all that kind of stuff? 32K could still be on the table, okay? Just keep that in mind. I don't want to only talk about upside without considering some of the downside risks in the markets because there always is a downside risk in the market. Obviously, if you want to see a full risk statement because investing in cryptocurrency is risky, you can see that down below in the link. Also, in the description there. Also, you'll find my portfolio there. So if you're wondering what coins I hold, what venture investments I have, any of that kind of stuff, you'll find that there as well. Affiliate partners, all these fun things. Okay, so that's that chart. I want to point this one out here for you too because I think this is pretty interesting. So this is from Titans of Crypto. It says, Bitcoin first sell-off before the serious run starts. Looking back to our previous cycle and the first big sell-off after the uh, after we hit that key area around the 0 0.618. Of course, back in 2020, we also had the pandemic stuff that kind of screwed the charts up a little bit. Anyway, his thesis is that we are here right now. Essentially, we are in late 2020 equivalent. I think we're more like early 2020 equivalent. Still haven't had the Bitcoin having, but hey, it's an interesting idea of where we could be cycle-wise. However you want to boil it down, whatever charts you want to use to try to justify your position, a lot of it's 
pointing in the same direction. And there's always charts you can look at to say, hey, well, okay, maybe we're going on 32K, for example. You don't hear a lot of people calling for 12K these days, do you? I guess if World War III starts and Disease X comes out and an asteroid starts coming, I guess we're going down to 10K. Otherwise, the best I think a lot of people could be hoping for who might be sidelined in the market right now would be 32K. And there's a lot of confluence around those levels. 38K was an interesting area for the big bounce to happen at. We still could see the price come down to 32K. I just want you to keep that in mind. These kinds of 20 to 30% corrections for a Bitcoin bull run, totally normal, totally natural, and totally to be expected as well. So that's something to keep in mind, all right? Also, can we just point out what an absolute bitch slap it is to all crypto investors to watch. The, it, I feel like it's 2019 repeat, man. I really do. It's so funny. S&P 500 ends the week at a new all-time high. Of course it does. If you were here back in 2019, 2020, until the pandemic happened, the um, stock market kept putting in new highs throughout the year, throughout that sort of 12, 16-month period. <sighs> Bitcoin, on the other hand, all we did was we got back up to the 0.618 FIB line, which is 30% below the previous all-time high. Corrected after that. Crypto markets struggled in that year. And so far, we haven't had any grandiose rally. In spite of stock markets going crazy, a lot of major tech stocks hitting new all-time highs, whether it be Apple or whatever else, it's been crazy recently. Here we go. We should all just get out of here and go go buy Facebook stocks, I guess. Tesla stocks. We, we play with that too. Okay. But crypto, it's the faster horse. Even if it's the more volatile horse, and it's the one that kicks you off more often and throws you on the ground and tramples you and breaks your leg and all that fun stuff. Still the better horse to be on. <laughs> Relatively speaking. But Still, stocks have their moments, and right now is a moment for stocks. So, hey, shout out to uh, everybody balls deep in tech stocks. Interesting as well, this is from the Rational Root. Spot ETF growth rate currently around plus 4,000 Bitcoin a day, which is a pretty mighty damn number. So that's seeing grayscale outflows slowing. Currently, I've got something to say about that momentarily, some very big news from grayscale. Other ETFs also seeing substantial inflows for BlackRock, Fidelity, all these guys are continuing to see new interest. A lot of money is coming to these Bitcoin ETF products, okay? So that's very exciting. We're also seeing this. Do the whales know something we know? don't know, by the way? So the number of addresses over 1,000 Bitcoin surges from 1,999 to 2,067 in the last two weeks. You have to understand the kind of money it takes to buy a thousand Bitcoin. What are the whales doing? What do the whales know over the last two weeks? So when did whales start really accumulating under 40K? They bought at 39K, they bought at 38.5, 39.5. Last two weeks, big accumulation by whales. Because what are whales looking at? Whales are looking at the data and they're not mid-curving it. This is what it comes down to. Whales are looking and they're going, oh, BlackRock, Fidelity, they're bringing in 4,000 Bitcoin a day in new demand. Number's going to go up. You don't need to overthink it. The number's going to go up. Liquidity's continuing to enter the markets. Tech stocks are rallying. Stock markets are doing good. Job numbers remain strong in the U.S. Mega recession, World War III, who cares? Just long everything. 
number will go up. Now, whales don't always get it right. Whales are also just humans like us, but they get it right more often than not. These are big money players with big balls playing the markets. And if you watch their behavior, they tend to do some very interesting things. For example, a lot of whales started unloading around 48, 49K. Rebought 38, 39K. Getting ready for the next leg up potentially. New money also coming in because they're realizing, hey, they're not mid-curving. Again, they're not mid-curving. The Bitcoin ETF, they're seeing the inflows. They're understanding what that's going to do. If we keep up 4,000 a day Bitcoin inflows, okay, by the end of the year, I guess we don't trade on Fridays or no, we don't trade on Saturdays and Sundays and public holidays because, you know, stock markets are ghetto. Anyway, let's just say we're going to have 600,000 or so by the end of the year, maybe 700,000 Bitcoin by the end of the year into these ETF products. Maybe more if demand picks up even more than it is right now. If demand slows a little bit, still huge numbers. Half a million Bitcoin to these ETFs by the end of the year would be crazy. We're already over 100K for um, uh, BlackRock and Fidelity combined. So, you know, big things are happening already here, guys. But, but, check this out. This from Stoshi Stacker. He says, Genesis has filed for permission to sell their GBTC shares worth nearly $1.4 billion as well as $200 million of the shares in Grayscale's ETH and ETC trust. No, they're going to crash the Ethereum classic markets. Hold your kids, everybody. <laughs> How is Ethereum classic even still a thing? I know, I know, I know. Somebody, somebody somewhere listening to this is an Ethereum classic, like mega nerd. I love you, by the way. But like, guys, come on, Ethereum classic, really. Anyway, besides the point, I'm, I, I, I digress. $1.4 billion potential sell pressure coming from Genesis. Genesis, of course, is the trading desk of the digital currency group. The digital currency group owes money to basically everybody in town right now. So they're going to need to sell that $1.4 billion of Bitcoin. That'll be money exiting the market. A lot of grayscale Bitcoin has left grayscale and gone to BlackRock, gone to Fidelity because the fees are stupid over on grayscale. And only people who are really just like, ah, I can't really go because it's going to be the tax bill is going to be so stupid. I'll just stay with 1.5% fees, even though it sucks. That's like grayscale's customers right now. People who don't want to be there, but are kind of feeling stuck. Even grayscale themselves are now getting out of their own, <laughs> their own Bitcoin ETF to the scale $1.4 billion, assuming they get permission to sell, of course which they probably will. I'm sure the judge will approve that so things start paying people back their money. But hey, that's a potential FUD event. Now, it's not going to end Bitcoin. It's not going to send us down to 32K. We already saw FTX sell a billion bucks and it got us down to 38K. Could see other sellers like that coming and bringing that kind of pressure onto the market. We don't know when this is going to be approved, if it's going to be approved, but hey, something to watch out for, okay? Okay. Guys, I see your questions as well, by the way. We'll get to those. We will get to those questions. I love, love the questions already I'm seeing here coming through in the live stream. So hold those questions. Got a little bit more news to get through, and then we'll get to that. But quick shout-out to today's sponsor, which is CoinLedger. Now, guys, tax season is upon us, and I know most exciting time of the year, right? Well, it comes, it happens. And if you want to get your crypto taxes done properly, then you need to have the right damn information on hand. So check out 
CoinLedger. This is the best damn piece of software that you can get to do your crypto taxes. You have free portfolio tracking. It's actually free to sign up. You only have to pay if you download the tax reports, okay? They're official partners with TurboTax as well. They have international sports, not just U.S. taxes, okay? It's taxes right around the world, many of the major jurisdictions, not every country, but many of the major jurisdictions around the world. And this lets you connect to your exchange accounts. This lets you connect to your crypto wallet accounts. You can track your NFT prices, tax loss, harvesting, all of this kind of stuff. Connect to all your favorite blockchains. They got you covered. Okay, so if you want help with your crypto taxes, it's a freaking nightmare for trying to do it manually. It's a freaking nightmare for your accountants. If they don't know anything about crypto, this can really help. So check it out. There's a link in the description where you can learn more about CoinLedger, get signed up for your account. And again, you only pay if you end up downloading tax reports later on. Okay, so check it out. I know tax season's here, guys, but better to take nip it in the bud and just deal with it and do it properly with some good tax accounting software versus leaving it to the last minute. Okay. Thank you very much again to CoinLedger sponsoring today's live stream. So let's talk about altcoins. I know we're all talking about Bitcoin. Bitcoin's going to go up. Bitcoin's going to bring liquidity into the market. That's why we talk about it all the time, okay? But the altcoin market cap showing some very interesting things here. Crypto Wealth saying whether it's February or March, the big send for alts is coming real soon. Of course, just putting in that major retest on the monthly, breaking out of a key range of accumulation that has essentially gone on for 18 months. So now it's time that big things start happening, potentially for altcoins in the coming months. And again, nothing's ever straight up. Nothing goes up in this just linear straight to the moon sort of thing. There's always major pullbacks. There's always major volatility. There's always crazy happening in the markets, okay? Titan of Crypto again, pointing out that he believes 35 months duration for this bull market. Of course, that largely lines up with what we've seen previously. And as we pointed out in our four-year cycle video, the, man, the amount of synchronicity between cycles is almost scary. So if we assume then that there will be a 35-month bull run, which started started back in um, either late 2022, December 2022, or January 23, wherever you want to start it from, then that essentially takes us up to the end of 2025, November or December 2025. Remember, markets have historically topped within a 30-day range of either 30 days before November 28th or 30 days after November 28th. Four-year cycle, right? Four-year liquidity cycles, four-year Bitcoin cycle, it all seems to line up. Satoshi is more of a genius to even give him credit for if he really lined up the Bitcoin halvings with four-year liquidity cycles. That's crazy. Anyway, if this is the case, if he's right, of course, this largely backs up the research that I've been talking about with four-year cycles and how things have played out in previous cycles and could play out moving forward. The idea that you have maybe six to nine months left to accumulate your positions, that 2025 should not be a buying year. It should be a selling year. And yeah, there's always new opportunities. There's always something hot, new to fund and play to buy and flip and whatever, and new airdrop at the farm. Sure, all that stuff's great. The reality is it's not going to be a big buying year though. 2024, last chance to buy, in my opinion. Next few months, that's when you're going to get the best prices and you're going to want to sell to 2025's buyers, not the other way around. Just how it is. PVP market, guys. 
you're buying now, they're buying later, you're making the money. I hope they make money too, but there's always got to be somebody that buys the top. It's like that, uh, it's like that scene from, from Batman when Bane takes over the plane and there's the guy there. He's getting ready to get out of the plane and Bane's like, no, no, they expect one of us in the wreckage, dear brother. It's kind of like that in the markets, guys. Someone's got to buy the top in order for you to sell the top, okay? It's just how it is. Don't make the rules. It's just how markets work. <sighs> hey, what this was interesting too. I found this uh, from uh, Zero IKA. IKA. He said, this chart shows that five of the 2021 bull run top performer assets, Woo, Axie Infinity, uh, Solana, Gala Gaming, and AVAX said all different hot narratives. They all provide a big boost, but what do they all have in common? The launch time span. Each token has, in fact, launched a few months after the Bitcoin having three to four months after, despite Gala being launched even later. Is it a coincidence? Of course not. Founders intentionally waited for the golden moment to release their tokens, aware of the fact that the halving would have a triggered parabolic rise effect. Mm -hmm. Again, is it a coincidence that plenty of protocols are going to deploy their tokens in Q2, Q3? No, it's not. Nope. He says, alongside your classic altcoin allocation, leave some cash on the table because the hottest opportunities might still be coming. Now, that's pretty crazy to think about, okay? Because a lot of the old, old cycle plays, Chainlink's still going to go 140 bucks, right? We're going to see other stuff that does really well. Solana's, of course, been doing well and other things will do very well, but... The new shiny coins have generally been performing quite well. Celestia, Sui, Say, these kind of things have been getting a lot of attention from the market, even if they're not getting a lot of adoption in all the cases. doesn't necessarily matter. Market's trying to be more forward-looking, like, oh, the tech could have a narrative. It has a narrative now. Price going up. Blah, 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 blah. Price will go up more later. Essentially, is how the market's thinking. We will see hot new coins come out. Hot new games are going to come out. Hot new blockchains are going to come out. And those are going to probably be the star runners of this cycle. A lot of the stuff hasn't even released yet. New coins that are coming off the grid is going to be crazy when it comes out. We're going to see Nibiru Chain and Eclipse Chain, all these other stuff coming out as well. Names that you may not have even heard of yet in some cases. But I'll tell you what, in three to six months, you're going to hear about these things everywhere. And they'll be the new golden children of the cycle. And they'll have this great time of where the money's flooding in, the attention's flooding in, cycles taking off, people like new coins, they don't have a bunch of old salty bag holders, and we have liftoff for some of these coins. And you're also, when you get into these coins that have just sort of launched, and I saw somebody mention something about like Celestia, like, oh, Celestia's seed rounds inviters are up, investors are up, uh, you know, 2000% or something like that, crazy or more, 20,000%. I don't know, crazy. I think that some of these guys bought years ago, by the way, for like pennies. Now, you were looking like that. Ah, oh, see, that's why I'm not going to buy Celestia because somebody else bought it for cheaper. Yeah, but those people have vesting terms and cliffs and may not even get their coins for quite a while yet. So in between now and then, we're not talking about marrying these coins and sailing off into the sunset with your Celestia bags or whatever else. Just using this as an example. I'm not saying you should run buy Celestia or anything. Just as an example, right? But here's the deal. These new coins, they move. 
they move, man. They make money. You can mid-curve it and say, oh, but the fully diluted value is too high or all the seed investors got in or, oh, no one's using the chain yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Market doesn't care. The price goes up. <sighs> I like this one from Mechanic Grand Rising. Several previously strong performing alts have been reaccumulating or bleeding for the last 30, 60 days. I'm trained to think less and bet more in a bull market. And that's a, a classic mistake that a lot of people are going to make. They're not going to bet when the time is right. Bear market PTSD is real. People are going to screw it up. People enter too late. You want to enter when the market feels really, really safe to enter. And that's generally the least safe time to enter, ironically. We want this broad social proof and with the media we're talking about your friends. Oh, see, now it's a great time to buy crypto because everybody's talking about it. No, you want to buy crypto when no one's really talking about it. Not that many people are paying attention. People are paying attention now, right? Obviously, if you'd bought a year ago, you would have got a little bit of a better price. Risk reward, though, still very, 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 very much in favor of the reward versus the risk right now for crypto. And yeah, if investing in crypto is risky, obviously more broadly, but we're talking about where we are in the cycle, much more likely that in 12, 18, 24 months, prices will be substantially higher than they are today. There's always the risk that something happens and completely derails the global economy. We enter a new Great Depression. Everything's bad. Pulling, pulling hair, gnashing teeth, all that kind of stuff. Sure. But if we continue on with cycles, liquidity cycles, market cycles, as we broadly have been, as evidenced by things we've discussed in today's video and just things we discussed in previous videos. If you haven't seen the video yet that I made that you have like nine months left to buy, go watch the video. Very interesting, very data-packed video. Then you've got some time here to do well in the market. Won't last forever though. Okay, so these hot new coins, you don't hold them down 90% in the next cycle. You can just buy them early, sell them, and move on with your life. It's really that simple. It's really that simple, guys. And look, attention is coming back. Here, look at this. Uh, Jesus Martinez pointing out Heroes of Mavia has officially hit a million downloads globally. Ah, got offered a, a pre-sale investment in that one. Didn't act on it in time. Say la vie. Anyway, I bring this up because this is crazy. We're seeing huge huge amounts of excitement building into crypto gaming. Look at this. A million downloads globally for a crypto game, man. Come on. Come on. That's crazy. People are paying attention again. If games make money and if they're fun, people will play them. Straight up. I think it was like number one downloaded app in China or something like that. For the day, yesterday, whatever. Still. It's pretty crazy to see that we are seeing hype come back in. We're seeing people playing the games. We're seeing users show up in big numbers here. So that's pretty cool. Hey, by the way, real quick note. Do you guys remember the Farcana airdrop that I mentioned a few times? Well, had you participated, had you gone in, participated, completed all the missions, you would have got a thousand far tokens, which is worth about a hundred bucks right now. I know a hundred bucks, not game changing money for a lot of people, but for some of you guys, hundred bucks, man, what did you have to do? Go play a game <laughs> for a little bit, which you might do anyway. And then you got a hundred bucks, which could be worth more, of course, in the future, if you hold those tokens, not financial advice, but uh, pretty cool, right? Airdrop season is upon us. So many crazy airdrops been happening recently. You're getting airdrops for staking your airdrops that you got already. You're getting airdrops for providing liquidity. You're getting airdrops for playing games. Of course, of course, as part of what's uh, driving some of the interest behind Heroes of Mavia, Mavia, whatever. Um, 
that we are seeing airdrop in there for people as well. But still, exciting stuff, man. I love it. I love it. People are coming back into crypto and gaming. You know, I, I was talking to uh, someone I know the other day, and he's like, hey, man, check out this, this new project. And I was looking at it, and I was just like, oh these nerds these crazy nerds what what is this crap like how is anyone supposed to understand this like i'm sure it's really interesting and, and eventually okay right so it, okay right this makes sense sure but like some of these things are very difficult to understand for the layperson which is why meme coins are exciting which was why i strongly believe that gaming will be a very big sector because it's easy for the average person to connect to. Oh, that game looks cool. Oh, that game has cool graphics. Oh, I played that game. It's fun. I'm going to buy the token because the token's probably going to go up in price versus more complicated things like Chainlink. I love my Chainlink bag. It's going 140 bucks. I'm just waiting for it. But it's a much more complicated value proposition to understand the necessity of oracles in the crypto space to understand what ccip is why it's so big and the smart people will get it the smart money will get it sure but Chainlink would do a lot better if they just change the damn logo to a dog dog link done people would buy it oh dog something something important infrastructure great i'll buy it 